Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. That was the end of round 19 yesterday, and what a cracking round it was. Some sensational footy played. Obviously, Supercoach, this is your grand final this week in your draft comps and your classic comps. And, you know, we're coming to that finals footy time in the NRL. I'm so excited for it. It's all starting to heat up. The real contenders, they're starting to flex their muscles. The pretenders that I've been saying for a few weeks, you know, your South Sydney Rabbitohs, your Parramatta Eels, Cronulla Sharks, Newcastle Knights, I think they're starting to fall back a little bit. And it's really becoming a four-horse race here. I think it's the Penrith Panthers, the Sydney Roosters, the Melbourne Storm and the Canberra Raiders. I think, you know, obviously Canberra didn't play too well yesterday. I'll talk about that later. But they're just a finals-hardened team. And I think they're one of the four teams that can win this premiership. It's getting really exciting. Let's dive into our review from round 19. Thursday night footy in round 19 kicked off with the Canterbury Bulldogs defeating the South Sydney Rabbitohs 26-16. Now, the Rabbitohs are a team that I've said for a few weeks, I don't think they're contenders to win this premiership, and I copped an absolute heat from it. I mean, people looked at the scoreboard against the Eels 38-0 and said they're back. You know, they're, they're contenders. They can win this comp. The reality is the Rabbitohs can't. Their forward pack is simply not up to it. If you were to, if you go back and watch that game on the weekend, just watch how, how easy and how many metres the Canterbury Bulldogs were making through the centre third. The Rabbitohs just had no line speed whatsoever. If they were coming up against a real footy side that, you know, on the weekend you know, a real top four team, that could have been a 40 nil drumming. They were on the back foot all night, and Canterbury, you know, they're not a top-shelf footy side. They're far from it. They're going to come second last, and they really gave it to South Sydney the other night. You know, 26-16, I think it's quite flattering to South Sydney. I think they were worse than that, to be honest with you. thought Canterbury... Really impressive. Um, Jake Avarillo, he's one that I'm really starting to like. Really quick, really creative. I don't know if 5'8's his spot, but I, I don't know where his position is. Very interesting to watch him over the next few years. The man that's made a really big difference here is Jade Nockenbore. He's come back in, and he has been absolutely sensational for Canterbury. Aiden Tolman put in an absolute shift once again. He's been great. Raymond Vitale Mariner with another try. Jeezy's had one hell of a season. It's really... 
puts a lot of question marks about what Dean Pay was doing there because he didn't use him for so long. Such a waste of talent, really, like Raymond Vitala Mariner and the way he's playing his footy. Uh, the, the game on Friday night, 32-12, to 12, Penrith Panthers over the North Queensland Cowboys. Penrith just doing their normal thing here. They're just humming on both sides of the football. Jerome Luai is playing unbelievable footy. That left edge of, you know, Luai, uh, Kikau, Crichton, Mansour, they are just sensational. They are so dangerous. Uh, you know, they're obviously going to give the finals a huge shake. As I said last week, there's a lot of things that line up between the 2020 Panthers, the 2003 Panthers, and the 1991 Premiership-winning Panthers that, you know, if they were to win this comp, it just wouldn't surprise you in the slightest. I still think they're a little bit underdone. I think... this final series will be a big learning curve for a young squad and that's not insulting the Penrith Panthers it's just the reality of their squad they are young and they're a team of the future and I just think that when you get to the finals it's going to be the Roosters and the Storm and even the Canberra Raiders over the top of them I think but we'll see what happens I'm happy to be proven wrong because I absolutely love this squad I love the way they're playing Nathan Cleary he is just unbelievable. He is by far and away the best player in rugby league this year, in my opinion. He's been sensational. The late game on Friday night saw the Parramatta Eels defeat the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, obviously, for the Broncos, big loss. David Fafita's injured, which means he'll probably miss the Origin Series, which is a huge loss for Queensland. They really needed his X Factor, and the Broncos would have really needed his X Factor to avoid the wooden spoon this week against the Cowboys. Uh, Parramatta, you know, they were good. Not not extremely impressive, to be honest with you. I don't think they're back, but you know they're, they're, they're heading in the right direction. I think they're going to give the finals a shake, but I'm tipping the Eels still go out in straight sets for me. Super Saturday kicked off with the Gold Coast Titans travelling to Brookvale Oval now. Something that I didn't realise, they've got an incredible record down at Brookvale. I think they've won four of their last five games, make it five of their last six now. Really impressive win from the Titans, 42-24. to 24. I mean, jeez, oh, I'd love to know how many teams have gone to Brookvale and scored more than 40 points. Just an incredible effort. I think Manly, they were incredibly disappointing. Um, I really thought they'd win this game. I thought DCE played well, but I was really hoping for more from him. I mean, Paseca scored quite possibly the softest try you'll ever see in first grade, so... You know, they just weren't impressive. I don't know what's going on at Manly. I thought Tommy Turbo came back and looked sensational. Of course, they lost him during the game, but I think the Gold Coast Titans, they were already home then. They were really on top for the majority of this game. They came out and played a really good game. I thought AJ Brimson, he was sensational, as per usual, over the last few weeks. He's just turning into such a dynamic little footballer. I'm expecting to see him make his Queensland debut at the end of the season. I'm not sure whether it's in the starting team. A lot of people are talking about center. I think he's sort of an ideal 14, but they've got a number of guys, especially hookers. You know, you've got Ben Hunt, Jake Friend, Harry Grant, Reid Marnie, all these guys hanging around. So it'll be interesting to see what Kevin Waltons goes with. I know if I was the Blues, the last thing I'd want to see, you know, in the 30th, in the 60th minute, is for AJ Brimson just to stroll on the field fresh. He's a real nightmare to handle, playing some great footy. The other guy that really impressed me was young Tonomapaya, um, a guy that was in Melbourne a few years ago and, Sort of went into the wilderness for a bit. He's come back, and he just looks sensational. Really strong, real front foot footballer. Thought he looked really dangerous. It was a try that he scored where, 
Titans made a break. He scooted from dummy half, and he just played eyes up footy, and he just backed himself. Really like to see that from centers. Um, really impressive by the Titans. Obviously, a number of big signings coming there over the next few years, and I think Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty, they're going to be key to them moving forward. They've really impressed me this year. The second game on Saturday saw the Melbourne Storm down the West Tigers 50-22, to and the standout from this game was, of course, Cameron Smith versus Harry Grant. I thought Harry Grant really held his own. He was sensational in that game of footy. Uh, unfortunately, you know, he got one try assist. He had another one taken off him when the winger uh, dropped it over the line. A superb kick he put in, but it really was just the Melbourne Storm show. And Cameron Smith was just unbelievable. Those balls that he throws to the front row is charging on. You know, he makes it look so easy. He just delivers those balls perfectly every time. And I think the Melbourne Storm are really warming up for something special this year. I've said all year they're going to win the comp. I'm standing by it. I think they are looking fantastic at the moment. Had a couple of injuries in that game, but they had a few guys return as well, like the cheese and stuff. So... I think they're really starting to warm to the task. I mean, it looks like it's going to be Smith's last year. Vunavalu, Adokar all leaving the building. It's going to be a lot of passion going around that place, and I'm really excited to watch them over the next few weeks. I wouldn't want to be playing them next week just quietly. I think they're going to put on a bit of a show. I think they play the Dragons. That could be absolutely anything, that game. Let's look at the last game on Saturday. I saw the Sydney Roosters defeat the Cronulla Sharks 34-18. to I thought the Roosters were really impressive. I mean, missing James Sedesco and Boyd Cordner. In my opinion, the best fullback and the best second rower in the world, and they still did a number on the Sharkies. Obviously, the Sharks lost Sean Johnson, his Achilles injury. I'll talk more about, you know, my thoughts on the Sean Johnson injury and the Sharks moving forward in another podcast this week. But, I mean, without Johnson, I just don't think the Cronulla Sharks can put up a fight in this final series. You know, I, I tipped them at the break to be the team that surprised uh, a lot of people and made the eight. They have made the eight, but they've scraped in. They have scraped in. I'm probably not even going to, you know, claim that one as a good call because I think I think I read today they're the worst team to ever make the top eight, which is one hell of a title to hold, all things considered. Um, yeah, the Sharkies, I think they're just going to be filling numbers. I expect them to go out week one of the finals. Really tough without Sean Johnson. It's going to be brutal. Chooks, Keery, was absolutely sensational. I love watching Luke Keery play footy. He's going to be huge this final series. I really hope the Roosters play the Storm Week 1. It's going to be one hell of a clash. The other guy I want you to keep an eye on, you know, you all know his name, Sonny Bill Williams. I think he played 48 or 58 minutes on the weekend, which is really impressive. I don't expect to see him play that much footy, but when he's got that sort of base where he can play that long, the 25, 30 minutes he's going to play come finals footy, I think they're going to be really impressive. Roosters, as per usual, we're getting to finals footy. They're starting to flex their muscles. Sunday afternoon, footy kicked off in the nation's capital with the Canberra Raiders defeating the New Zealand Warriors 26-14. Before I get into that game, actually, Canberra Raiders fan I want to talk to you about, you'll all remember Timmy Williams, who runs the Supercoach Playbook. They're on Instagram and on Twitter. He was on uh, my podcast a few times this year talking about Supercoach, an absolute expert, knows it inside out. And Timmy this week, he's sitting at two out of 130,000 for Supercoach Classic. So I think he's about 160 points behind the overall leader, which is like a $50,000 cash prize there. So get behind Timmy Williams. Keep an eye on it this week to see if he can catch the guy coming first. I'm sure he'll have to take a few rogue picks to see how he goes, but love that roll of the dice. An incredible achievement. Uh, Obviously, the Supercoach Playbook, as I said, Instagram, Twitter, they've got their podcast, the SC Playbook. Make sure you jive on and have a look. Hopefully, he gets the chicken dinner and we can have a uh, former champion on to have a chat. Timmy Williams, champion bloke, doing really good things over the Supercoach Playbook. Back to his Canberra Raiders, though. As I said, 26-14 over the New Zealand Warriors, and this was 
one of the most unimpressive wins I think I've ever seen by the Raiders. Uh, the Warriors, I thought they were really decent in this game. And Canberra, they just did their thing. They hung in there. They gave the Warriors a heap of shit. There was a heap of niggle in it. And they just managed to get the job done, which is what I love about the Canberra Raiders. They're a team that can win ugly, and that's really important. If you can show up on a day and play poorly and still get the win, it's massive for your footy side. Uh, Johnny Bateman, obviously, he's one to watch this week. Looked like he snapped his elbow in half the other day. I would have retired if that was me. Johnny Bateman plays on the rest of the game. Has a great game, too, just quietly. So he's one to keep an eye on for team list this week, obviously. I thought the uh, their left winger, um, Semi Valemo, I think his last name is, like he's had a really tough few weeks. He's been dropping bombs left, right, and center. And for him to come up in that game and score two tries, really impressive for the young bloke. Warriors, obviously they lost Roger Tuovar-Shek, a huge loss. Roger has had a massive season. He's my Dally M captain of the year. What he's had to overcome this year has been simply incredible, and he has played some fantastic footy. Um, you know, to only lose by 12 points in that game, really good effort by the Warriors. Uh, really excited to see them go home next week. They really deserve it. So hopefully they can get up in their last game. Not sure off the top of my head who they play next week, but, you know, if they're not your second favourite team this year, you're not a rugby league fan. The last game of the week, the Newcastle Knights taking on the St. George Lawara Dragons. Once again, Caelan Ponga show, he was simply on fire. Newcastle far too good for the Dragons. The Knights are welcome back, Kurt Mann, next week. That'll be sensational for them. But I must say, the guy that played nine, Chris Randall, I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was just a tackle bot. But him and attack the other day, he was sensational. I think he laid on the first try for Caelan Pong. He just split them up through the middle. I thought he was really strong. Mason Leno, I thought he had a strong game. Piercy, as per usual. Clemmer really impressed me up front. He was fantastic. And the real wild card in this team, and I love watching him play, and I've said all year, every team needs a dog, a guy that's going to fight for every bone, and Mitch Barnett. He is their dog. I love the look of Mitch Barnett. He's just got that asshole in him that all teams need, and they're going to need him to stand up in finals footy. I keep thinking about next year when you put Tyson Frizzell back in this side. They are really going to be a good footy team. I can't wait. Hopefully, Bradman Best is fit. I mean, hopefully, he comes back next week. There's a bit of rumours around Best coming back, so that would see Tawala drop out of that left centre role. Might move him somewhere else, but... Jeez, if you're a Newcastle fan, you must be excited for next year. On the other side of the fence, the Dragons, I was so disappointed by their performance, to be honest with you. They were just dreadful. I mean, Duffy looked strong whenever he got the ball. Lomax is an absolute freak, but between Ben Hunt and Corey Norman, they just couldn't get it right. It's just in all sorts. I much prefer Ben Hunt at nine, but you know, with a couple of injuries to Clune and whatnot, they had to move him to seven. I think they're a much better team with Hunt at nine. I think next year that has to be his position and they have to go out and find a seven and maybe another six. I don't know if it's working with Corey Norman. I don't know if it's working for Corey Norman either. Just doesn't seem to be an overly happy relationship at the moment. Interesting to see how it all unfolds over the offseason. Of course, they are going to lose Tyson Frizzell. As I said, he's going to Newcastle. It's going to be a spot there to fill. And the guy that has impressed me from the Dragons is Jackson Ford. I think he's been sensational. I think he's a South Coast boy. He might be a Gerringong boy. He is playing some sensational footy at the moment. Big fan of Jackson Ford. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 